Welcome, everyone, to Terrible Fan Fiction Reading, <clears throat> Episode 2. This time, we're doing quite a longer fan fiction, which I will be breaking up into multiple parts, because I don't feel like reading all 83,587 words in one go. So we'll go for 20 minutes, take a break, obviously that means I'll stop, put an intermission in, and then continue, and we'll see how long this goes. Okay, Uh, so today we're listening to, well, you're listening to, I'm reading A New Life by Pharaoh's Queen 98. Summary, Ash is betrayed by all those who held, who, ah, Ash is betrayed by all those who he held dear to him. He runs away to the one place he felt he needed to be, Altomare. There he finds love, new friends, and new Pokemon, as well as a new adventure waiting in the rings. In the wings, not rings. Again, this is unedited. <laughs> with all of these changed, will, with all of these changed, at, will Ash grow to be the man and hero we know he could be? Oh, this is a Pokemon fan fiction. It's rated K. It's uh, shipping Ash and Latias. Oh no. <sighs> okay, it's got 26 reviews. And again. It's on fan fiction if you want to read along. A New Life by Pharaoh's Queen 98. I am stalling for time. Okay. A New Life. Ash was quite pleased with himself right now. He did enter the Kalos to win, but coming in second place suited him just fine. He was more proud of his Pokemon. Pikachu was just as, Pikachu was just as strong as a Raichu, even though he did not want to evolve, and his Greninja was one of his strongest, having the ability to Mega Evolve without the use of stones to do so. There had recently been a discovery on Mega Evolution. It was an advantage of evolving that involved stones, a Keystone and a Mega Stone, related to that Pokemon, as well as this Pokemon had to be the final evolved in order to do this, I guess... I'm going to assume maybe the English wasn't this person's first language or they were, language or they were a younger author. Side note, do not go to this page and be rude. This is just me reading a fan fiction because I think it deserves attention. Okay, moving on. In order to do this, it would not work if they were not in this form. Ash was traveling with new friends. Their names were Ars their names Sorry, father is texting me. The names are Serena, Clement, and Bonnie. Ash knew that Serena had a bit crush on him. I don't know what a bit crush is. Anyone who does can please tell me in the comments and or reviews. But he was but was not but he was not interested in her. Deep down, Ash knew he was in love with someone else he met a long time ago. Clement was the other I'm probably saying it wrong because I haven't watched the anime. Clement was the only other male in their group. He was a geeky he was the geeky one of them. He was always inventing, though they usually blew up in their faces. But he made some things that helped against Team Rocket. Bonnie was the younger sister of Clement and was the youngest member of the group. She loved looking after all kinds of Pokemon, including one she deco- she discovered herself who was who she named Squishy. Ash had a lot of had a lot of traveling companions, and he knew that he was good friends with all of them. But he did feel more comfortable with the, but he did feel more comfortable with the people that was tra- that he was traveling with now. Well done, Ash. That was some amazing ba- amazing battling out there. Bonnie yelled at him as he came back to their group. 
came back to where their group was sitting. Yeah, and Greninja looked great. Too bad Aelin was just a little bit more trained, Clement said. However, he did not sound as enthusiastic as his sister was. I'm so proud of you, Ash. I think that was your best battle yet, Serena told him. Although, she too sounded a lot less happy than Bonnie had. Ow. Ow. Oh, you see where this is going, everyone? Excuse me. Well, I'm going back to Pallet Town for a bit. You did see, you know, see my mom and my other friends. What about you lot? Okay, Ash is British now. Hooray! Ash asked. Clement and Serena shared a look that Ash and Bonnie both noticed, but did not know what it meant. So they looked at each other? <laughs> um, okay. Oh, just things, they said both at the same time. Ernie looks at confusions from both Bonnie and Ash, who did not know what was going on. Forgive me if I stop in the middle. I'm usually either petting a cat or talking to my father. Oh, well, I'm going to pack. My boat leaves in an hour, and I want to be there early, so there's no chance I can miss it. This is how normal humans speak, Ash said. He then rushed off to pack the things he bought while in the region and the badges that he had won as well. Half an hour later, he was ready to leave. Clement, Bonnie, and Serena were not going to be walking him to the docks, so he bid them goodbye at the hotel where they were staying at. He hugged Bonnie and kissed her on the cheek. He manly hugged Clement and shook his hand and gave Serena a quick hug. He then took off towards the docks where people were boarding the boats. He showed the person at the plank the ticket he had bought, and then he made his way to the deck of the ship, looking for the last time at the Kalos region. Ash did not see, did not see three figures get onto the same boat. A few hours later, Ash could see the docks of his hometown, and when the ship docked, he ran out the boat and took a deep smell of the air around him. He was glad to be home. Smell that, buddy? It's home, he said to his starter Pokemon. Pikachu was a small yellow mouse Pokemon, because no one knows what Pikachu looks like. It never went into its Pokeball. It stayed on Ash's shoulder, preferring to be out of the confined space. Pikachu was the Pokemon he began with, the very first Pokemon he got, and the small mouse had been with him ever since. Ash remembered the road home from the docks like the back of his hand. Remembered? Okay. He came home after every tournament he, he participated in, so he had walked the path many times. He got home half an hour later to his mom cooking food and his Pokemon helping her. Hey, Mom! Ash yelled out, causing his mother to drop what she was throwing onto the floor and to place her hand over the heart. Over her heart. Ashy, you're home! His mother yelled. His mother's name was Dahlia. He did resemble her in the eyes, but the rest was his father, who his mother had never told him anything about. Yeah, I came second slash runner-up in the Kalos League, and I wanted to come for a while before heading out again. Innuendos? Ash explained. Daya looking... Daya looked put out about something. The smile she wore on her face did not reach her eyes, and that was something that worried Ash. Run, Ash! She's got a knife! Run! <laughs> 
You know, you can always come here, Ash, and well done on getting that far ahead, she said. Then she looked thoughtful and turned fully to look outside. Why don't you head outside, Ash? There's a surprise out there for you. She said once again, the smile not reaching her eyes. Ash did not know what was going on with everyone. Okay, deep breath. So, Delia is giving off slightly sociopathic vibes, or maybe I'm just reading too deep into this. Okay, here we go again. What time are we at? Eight minutes. We're going to be here for a while. As I look through my other notifications. I'll respond to you guys later. <laughs> okay, thanks, Mom, Ash said. And Pikachu hopped onto his shoulder, and they headed outside where Ash got the surprise of his life. A brand new car! Uh, no. <laughs> There in front of him were all the friends he had traveled with and most of the friends he had made while on his travels. Brock, Misty, Gary, May, Max, Dawn, Kenny, Drew, Iris, Silian, Trip, and the biggest shock, Serena, Clement, and Bonnie as well. Guys, what are you all doing here? Bonnie, Clement, Serena, why didn't you tell me you were coming here? Ash was confused why they were all here. He's, the people are here, don't you know? And he was even more confused when his three friends he saw not a few hours ago were standing in front of him. Well, Ash, we've all been talking to one another over the past few weeks, and we've agreed that you need to give up, Brock said. Out of character comment number one. Just... Okay, I'm one of those people who I can't in Brock and Ash as, like, brothers, and this irritates me on a personal level. Okay, let's continue. This earned him confused looks from Ani, from Ani, Ash, Bonnie, and Max, who had no idea what was going on. Mate, Clement, if your kid siblings don't know what's going on, don't bring them. You're just going to confuse them. Oh, wait, you're all completely out of character, I'm going to assume. What are you talking about? Ash said, did not look the way his friends were looking at him. Again, Ash, run! Call the police! Go to Professor Oak's house! Lock the door! If you don't feel safe, leave. You suck at Pokemon battling, Ash. Trip, Dawn, and May said together. Have these people even met? <laughs> Ash was socked. They traveled with him and they knew how hard he worked to get where he was. I do not suck at something I love, Ash said. Yes, you do. You never you have been to every region and never won the le and you have never won one league. Always second or in the top eight, or always in the top sixteen, you never win, Drew said to him. Ash was upset when he heard them. Yes, I have never won, but that is the point to learn and grow stronger from the fails that you have had. Failures, but moving on. Ash said. This was his dream and what he believed in. He thought they were his real friends, and I wasn't so sure. Ash, all of your Pokemon here agree with us. Even your own mother agrees. Missy gestures to a large group of Pokemon and his mother. Um. Okay. Did Ash not notice them leaving their Pokeballs? Also, Delia is evil confirmed. All right, then. Let's just keep moving on. This isn't one of the strangest I've read, but it's definitely up there. 
oh believe me we'll be saving a strange one for tomorrow guys you all feel this way mom you think this too ash was beyond upset now he was angry he had done so much for all of these people saved their lives helped them with their contests and battles and this is how they repaid him there's no question mark it just this is just how it ends Yes, Ash, I do. You are just not cut out to be a trainer. You can become a researcher like Gary, Ash's mom said, this making Ash more angry. Gary, Paul, Max, Bonnie, do you agree with this? Ash asked. These are the people that he had bonded to most of all in his groups. Ash, Brock, okay. And this fanfiction is really unhealthy for you to be bonded to Brock, but... Bonnie? How much care did he show to Bonnie throughout the... Nope, nope, nope. We aren't questioning this. We're moving right along. If they do not believe in him, then no one ever would. Oh, my cat just walked into the room. Of course we do, Ash. We think you... We do not think you should give up. Gary said, moving to stand next to Ash. You are the strongest trainer I know. Never give up. Paul said, also moving to stand next to Ash. You should never give up on your dream, Ash, just like I am never giving up on mine, Bonnie said, leaving her brother's side and joining Ash. I looked up to you years ago, Ash, and I still look up to you now. Never give up when someone else thinks you are not strong enough. That is a lesson you taught me. Matt said, Max said, being the final one to stand up and make his tray over to the person he admired. The group scowled. Come on, he is the weakest trainer there is. Bonnie and Max, you come back here, May said. Okay, that is slightly in character for May, because she would yell at Max to get back to her almost immediately, because she's his older sister and loves him, but I guess not in this fic. <sighs> Max and Bonnie shot their siblings and looked like a kill. If you think Ash should quit, then we do not want to be around any of you. Seriously, it saved your lives, helped you in battles, helped you in contests... And let you see legendary lot see Pokemon. Let you see legendary Pokemon. You lot sicken me, Bonnie said, liking the look on her brother's face as the words sunk in. <sighs> I am. I don't know why I'm doing this because I personally, I just love Clamot's design. He's such a sweetie. I just, I could never imagine one him leaving Ash, to Bonnie, actually saying things like this to him. Okay, moving on before I, before I throw my phone at the wall. Me too. I am shocked at you. His own mother... Me too. I am shocked mostly at you. His own mother telling him to not go for his dream. I am sickened to think that you're even his mother. Wow, Max, don't come to modern-day America. You'll run into quite a few mothers like that. Not mine, of course. Max said, looking the woman and the people around her in disgust. We're at 14 minutes. Sorry, I'm not. I'm counting down the minutes so I can go get a drink and uh, then continue on. Ash released the Pokemon that he caught in Michaela's region. When they were told what happened, they all had looks of their finger, anger. Bree can't speak today, on their faces. They all believed that Ash was strong. You don't want me to live my dream, then I will leave. Me and my true friends will grow stronger together, and one day you will regret messing with the Chosen One. When has Ash ever called himself the Chosen One? Out of character moment number two! <laughs>
uh, asked Seb before he and the others turned around and walked away, heading for the lab. Oh, goody. Professor Oak. Maybe he makes sense. When they got to the lab, they explained to Professor Oak what happened. He, too, was mad that his friends, Pokemon, and his own mother would do that. Okay, Oak is in character. Better than some other Ash betrayed fix I've seen. Ash, I am so sorry, but if you're going to get, a, but if you a lot are going away, then let me present with one last gift. This is called a Nanodex. It is like an update from the Pokedex. With this, you can get information on every Pokemon in the region. You can hold an unlimited number of Pokemon with this. The Pokeball is literally absorbed in the Nanodex and holds them. When you want one, you click on that Pokemon, and its ball will be released to you. The professors said, "There's two of them now." He then gave the five of them one each, and he hoped he would see them someday in the future. Yeah, he's been holding on to this technology for years. And also, his first thought was, okay, let's give this to Ash, not my own grandson. <sighs> Ash knew that his whole world had changed, but he also knew he was even behind people who did not believe in him and was finally with the people who did. Ash had Pikachu, Greninja, Noivern, Talaflame, Gudra, and Halucha with him as well, and he was going to catch other Pokemon. Now that he and his friends had the Nanodex, they could catch as many as they wanted. So we're just going to ignore Charmander. <laughs> I remember Charmander quite well, and I'm rather annoyed that we just left him there. Uh, they were going to regret the day they had betrayed Ash. He was going to trade Harner with people and Pokemon that believed in him, and he no longer would have to deal with those who used who used for their own needs. He wouldn't be saving them anymore, he wouldn't be helping them anymore, and he wouldn't be showing them the legendaries anymore. I'll be reserved for those who stuck by him. Ash, did you consider most of this group are children, like you? You are a child in this. You're 11. Most of them are 11 to 12. And if this was arranged by Delilah, she probably told them to do this and probably manipulated them, because adults can do that to children. <sighs> Never mind, let's just move on. Logic doesn't belong here. We're ignoring logic and canon and other things. Wow, we aren't even... We're barely just started. Ash, Gary, and Paul... Ash, Gary, Paul, Bonnie, and Max did not know where they were heading now. All they knew was that they had to get far away from those that betrayed them. You three left on your own... You four left on your own accord! Hey, Ash, where are we going to go? I have a place. Oh, Bonnie asked. I have a place. I went there many years ago, and I haven't been back since. I met a Pokemon there that I grew very close with, and I have broken her promise of, retur of returning to her soon. He remembered the promise he made with the special Pokemon years ago, and he knew that he had broken it. All he wanted to do was go and see her once more. Oh, Ash! Sounds like someone has a crush, they all said together. What are you on about? She is a Pokemon, Ash said, although he knew they were right. This is why he never liked or loved any girl that had a crush on them, because he knew the only person for him was the Pokemon residing in Altamore. <sighs> okay. I'm fine if you, like, ship your character with their Pokemon or whatever, but 
I'm having a thing with this because number one, Latias is a Pokemon. Number two, Ash is still a child as I have not been informed of him growing up at all. He's still a child in this. Holy hell. Uh, okay, we got one more minute. It does not matter. Come on, we are your friends. It does not matter to us if you like a human or a Pokemon, if you like a male or a female. You love who you love, and that is all there is to it. Okay, Paul, you, you make somewhat sense, but I, I can't agree with you on that last point. And with that said, we're going to stop this first half. I'm going to get a drink, put a song on for you all, and we'll continue after. Hello, everyone. We are back again with part two. So, I'm going to read for another 20 minutes. And, uh, pray for me. So, what kind of Pokemon is it? Max said. No matter how old he got, he was always going to be interested in seeing new Pokemon. Especially one that Ash feels so strongly for. <laughs> yeah, real strongly, Max. Strongly for? Oh, you will see when I get there, but I can tell you it's going to be one hell of a surprise, Ash said. This earned some confused and curious looks as I clear my notifications from the small group. They realized Max would have to go home and get things from there. Paul and Gary expected this to happen, so they had come prepared, but it was all new to Max and Bonnie. However, they wanted to buy new things, and she had her Pokemon on her, so Max needed to go and get his Pokemon. They took a boat to the Hoenn region, where Max was with his parents, Norman and Caroline. Norman and Caroline. There, they then walked to the house. It was, it was not far from the docks. Sorry if my voice sounds strange. I am trying to get comfortable while holding the phone and recording. Okay. things about your recording studio being a bed is uh, you can be very picky about what, how comfy you are. Okay. Norman and Caroline were sitting outside when they saw their son and his friends heading to the house. They were surprised to see that they all that they all looked sad and May was not with them. Max, honey, what is wrong? Why are you all sad? And where is your sister? Caroline started to ask questions. She was worried something bad had happened. That girl is not my sister any longer. Jesus, Max, it was one thing. Max said to his parents with a hard tone in his voice, What are you going on about? Of course she is your sister. Norman said. He was worried too. His son's behavior was very strange, especially since he left so happy. Not after what she did, Max seethed. He knew that his parents were worried. What has she done? She looked so happy when she left here with you. You both did, Carolyn asked. She betrayed us, Mum. She said that Ash should give up, his, give up his dream. Max said, his eyes filling with tears as he looked at his parents. Norman and Caroline saw these tears and they were shocked. Their son never cried in front of them. What do you mean, son? Norman asked Max. However, just looked... Max, however, just shook his head and ran to his parents, both of whom kneeled down to hug their distressed son. He means just that, and some of the others said that Ash was a useless trainer and that he should just give up his dream. 
Paul said, remembering Norman from when he took his journey through Hoenn, and he had a great respect for the man, and I need to adjust my pillows, so pardon for the second of silence. And my sheet. <laughs> sorted for the moment. Push the bed back so I don't knock off my lamp. Norman and Caroline saw these tears and they were shocked. Uh, I'm so sorry, Ash. I had thought she liked you and don't listen to her. You should never give up on your dream, even if everyone around you believes that you should. My father wanted me, to, wanted me to give up becoming a gym leader as I couldn't win leagues. But I never gave up. And look where that got me. I have a, one, I have a loving wife, perfect son, son, and a gym that all my opponents are proud of. Norman did not mention his daughter. They raised May and Max to be kind to others and that they respected people. They traveled with and she was not. Wow, that's harsh. You did one bad thing, so you're kicked out of the family. <laughs> Morality. Carolyn was shocked and didn't want to believe that her May would do something like this. But these five people would not lie. You've known Paul for... You, the best out of these people you know is Paul. You know nothing about Gary. You know nothing about Bonnie. You, well, you know at Max, obviously. But he was uh, one of the most trustworthy character in the show. And uh, t t I think Ash met them for like 13 seconds or so. <sighs> this is a mess. And they look to be telling the truth. Yes, quite right, love. You must not let these people, what these people have said, get to you. You have your true friends and your Pokemon. You have all you need. She said. This earned her another look of sadness from Ash. Mom, Dad, they convinced Ash's Pokemon that they would be better off with them, of them, of with them. They convinced Ash's Pokemon that they would be better off with them rather than Ash. He only had the Pokemon that he lately has caught. All the others except Pikachu left him. Again. All that connection. All of those seasons. All of that just amount of amazing trainer trainer Pokemon bonding out the window. Yeah. I know this is probably an AU but <sighs> moving on. Max said his tears had stopped as he calmed down. That is shocking and so not what we raised that girl to become. Taking someone's Pokemon is wrong. Caroline, Carolyn shrieked. She was shocked that her May would do something, to such, to do something like this to such a good person as Ash. The looks, what, the looks that they and Ash Pokemons gave him. Mum, they looked so mad. 
Not one of them regretted what they had said, Max said. Well, she is no longer a daughter to us. She can't respect others and takes Pokemon from other trainers. I'm a gym leader to me, and this is an offense and my own, and by my own daughter. Norman yelled. He cared for all Pokemon. He battled and he saw and battled all sorts of Pokemon, and his own daughter shows no respect to trainers and steals Pokemon. She literally offered this group of Pokemon to come with her. That's not stealing. And Norman, you've known Ash and Paul for like a month collectively. You've known May since she was born. Uh, okay, moving on. Yes, Norman, dear. I have an idea. Ash, would it be okay to come with you for a bit? Me and Norman are getting sick of the gym now, and we have wanted to travel for a long time. I know May and her new group here will be coming soon, and I don't want to be here when she does. Carolyn asked. She and Norman had been thinking of this since their children left. They wanted to experience traveling again, see the other regions, and catch new Pokemon. Of course you can. We are going to head to Altamore. Altomare. Bree speaks good, Ash said. He was glad that these people were coming with him. He had no mother now, and he could see these people as parental figures. Yeah, Mom, Dad, Ash has a crush on a Pokemon. How cool is that? Max said. Okay, I need to get over that. Just, nope, nope, moving right along. Ash is worried. What if they didn't accept him? Because he had these feelings for a Pokemon. Except, not accept, except. Okay. Norman and Caroline were shocked. They were not angry, just curious. Really? Well, I think that's wonderful. There have been some reports of that happening in the past, and we believe that no matter who you love, as long as you love them, you will always be happy. Norman said, his wife nodding in agreement. Thank you, Norman. Carolyn, since my mom doesn't want me, would it be okay if I called you mom and dad? I want to have a family, and I have always seen you as... Parental figures for me. <sighs> Ash? Hun? You haven't known them that long. You haven't known them? Okay, moving on. <sighs> this doesn't make much sense, but it's okay, I guess. Ash asked, blushing. Why is he blushing? I mean, I wouldn't... Nope, nope, nope. Okay, I can't say anything because I can see Kakui and Burnette adopting Ash, but this was written before Pokemon Sun and Moon. And also, but hey, at least Ash spent more with them, like, two weeks with them. He was, like, with them for, what, six months? With uh, Burnett and Kakui... Well, Kui and Burnett by extension after they got married. Along with Lily, so they would have more parental connection than Carolyn and Norman. Moving on. Of course you can, Ash. Me and Norman have always wanted two sons. And Max here already sees you as a brother. How about we pack up, head down, and see Nurse Joy to see if she can make adoptions, and then we can leave for Altomare? Carolyn asked. Ash was shocked. He wanted to call them mum and dad. He did not expect them to want to adopt him. He had tears running down his cheek, uh, cheeks and he ran to his new family. 
Thank you, Ash cried as his parents held him. Okay, that's, that's nice. That's sweet. That's a good part. Ash giving parental love makes me happy. Halfway done. An hour later, Norman, Caroline, Max were packed up and ready to set off. Set of, not set of. And not set off. They walked down the road to where the Pokemon Center was located, which is where Nurse Joy works. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Good afternoon, Norman. Caroline, what can I do for you? Nurse Joy asked. We were wondering if you could perform an adoption. Also, our daughter May has been treating Pokemon and people badly. We want her removed from our family. Norman asked. We're going to have her removed and not arrested, even though we are very offended about this. Nurse Joy was shocked. As far as she knew, the family were very close to each other. Then she thought May must have done something really bad for Norman and Caroline to want to leave her. Are you sure about this? Once this, once this is done, there is no going back. She could tell by their face that they were set on doing this, but she had to ask one time to make sure that they would have no regrets. Yes, we are sure. What she did is unforgivable. And it's such a nice person. She didn't stab Ash! Good God! Carolyn said. She loved her daughter, but after hearing what she knew, she, what she had, she knew that she would not be able to love the girl she had become. Your daughter is a child. Please love your child. I don't know how to explain that. <sighs> well, I need you to sign this sheet with both of your names, and she will no longer be a part of your family, Nurse Joyce said, handing over a sheet from her desk. She has dealt with a few of these cases before. What cases? When Guzma's parents kicked him out? When Gladion and Lily left? I want to see these cases. <laughs> if you can't tell, I've watched one anime, and that's Sun and Moon. And I will... I would die for most of the main cast, all I'm going to say. Except Lusamane. Well, game Lusamane. Anime Lusamane is okay. Moving on, moving on. This is not Bree's personal opinions hour. The sheep... She basically said they were agreeing to legally remove someone from their family. They had put their names where they were asked to. They put May's name on the one that was to be removed. And they gave it to the reason why they were doing so. They put both of their signatures at the bottom of the paper where they were asked to before handing it to Nurse Joy to read. Nurse Joy did not like doing this part. She had read the reason why the person was being removed and she could agree or disagree with it. When Nurse Joy read what May had did, they were removing her. She was a nurse for humans and Pokemon. What May does offends her as well. And we should kick people out of families for our personal offenses. In that case, I might have been kicked out quite a few years ago. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. She immediately nods, and nods her head at the couple and signs her own signature on the paper to bind it legally. There, May Maple is no longer a part of this family. Now, who is it you wish to adopt into the family? Nurse Joy had a feeling she already knew who was going to be in the family. Family three times in a row. That would be Ash Ketchum here, Norman said, placing his hand on his soon-to-be son's shoulder. I suspected as much. Well, here you are. Soon as you all sign the sheet, then it will be binding. I need your friends and son to sign it as well, saying they witnessed it and it was not forced. She said, to which they all nodded, and she handed over another sheet from her desk. 
The sheet asked for the name of the couple that wanted to adopt the child, then it asked for the names of any sibling over ten, to which Mask Max, free, free can't speak tonight, wrote his name. Then he asked for the name of the person who was going to be adopted. If they were over the age of ten, this is where Ash put his name. On the, went, on the second to last section, it asked for signatures of the whole family, to which they did. And finally asked for signatures and names of those witnessing the adoption. This is where Paul, Gary, and Bonnie all signed their names. Why did we not adopt Bonnie? Is she going back to kill this to her parents? Is she going to explain this to Clement? Is Clement going to get kicked out of his family? I really hope not. He's not that bad of a character, guys. I love him. Eh. There we go. You have a choice. You can keep your name as it is, or you can change it to Ash Maple. She explained. <clears throat> Ash thought about this for less than a minute before saying, Can I change it to Ash Maple, please? Yes, Nurse Joy. She nodded and wrote down the name in the box. The new in the box. And signed herself before putting it on another sheet they had filled out. What did you change it to, Ash? Max asked. He was so excited he'd been dreaming of having Ash as a brother, and now the dream became a reality. Dreams really do come true. Again, if you hear shuffling, I am putting my sheet on me. Well, Ash Ketchum reminds me of my own li old life, of my mother, my old Pokemon, and of my old friends. This new name is the start of something special. And I want... I know it is to be a fantastic journey, starting for all of us, and I want a fresh start. This means a new family, new friends, and new Pokemon, Ash said. Then the others nodded at him. Well, Ash, before we leave to the boat, want to have a Pokemon battle? Norman asked. He remembered Ash was very strong and wanted to see how strong he was. Sure, sure Dad, there's a box out back, Ash said before leaving the room. Norman and Caroline liked to hear their boys... Hear that terms, boys. <sighs> like to hear that term on the boys' lips. They've always thought of Ash as a son they were never given since meeting him. All two weeks ago. And the boy had uh, been through so much. They're glad he's finally with the people who loved him for who he was. <sighs> the battle begun. Vigoroth, Norman had yelled. Halucha, Ash also yelled. This is when Norman realized that all the Pokemon Ash had left were Pokemon that he didn't know and that he had never battled. He had a feeling Ash was going to win this, but he wouldn't go down without a fight. The first match, the first match between Vigoroth and Halucha resulted in Ash winning. For the second match, match, not mash. If you hear mispronunciation, it's a combination of my light lisp and my eyes reading faster than my mouth can keep up. For the second match, Norman used Spinda and Ash used Novern. Ash was once again coming out as the winner. For the last match, Norman chose Slacking while Ash chose Greninja. Ash Greninja were joined as they were able to control it now and beat Norman once again, resulting in Ash being the winner. Where did you learn to do that? Norman asked his son. On the last region I, finished, I visited, there's something called Mega Evolution. This evolution can only take place when a Pokemon has reached its final evolution form. It evolves in two stones. It evolves two stones, a key held by the trainer, and a Mega Stone on the Pokemon. Now each Pokemon has a certain type of Mega Stone, and they can only do this if they have the right stone. As with, as well as the, as this, the Pokemon and the trainer have to be really close to one another in order for it to work. 
With me and Greninja, we've been told that we are so close to one another, we actually merge into one. Which is why he looks so much like me when he mega evolves. If Pikachu become a Raichu, then the same thing would happen with him as well as well are so close. Ash explained. Norman didn't have time to say anything as a horn went off near the docks. They bid goodbye to Nurse Joy, they wished them luck, and they raced down to the banks of the dock. Norman, Ash, and Caroline, Norman, Caroline, and Max all took one last look at the region they had never left and boarded the boat. Except when Max started walking around with Ash. And the time they went to that one king in the Lucario movie. Norman, uh, Altamare was not part of the regions. It was on its own and the furthest away. Ash had learned that Altamare did not want to be part of the five regions. Six regions. Seven regions now. We got Galar. <laughs> and it settled somewhere far away from where the regions were. This meant that they had their own language within the area. Ash was going to visit the regions again one day as he wanted to catch more Pokemon from them. But for now, Ash was content with relaxing and staying low with his new family for now because he was plenty of Pokemon to catch an Altamare. And when he wins the league, he will travel to the regions and get even stronger. They're, they were on the boat for the entire night, and they woke up. Next morning, Altamare was in sight. Ash, remembering all the memories he had made with the now beautiful area, was a certain gorgeous and a certain gorgeous Pokemon he was in love with. And that is 20 minutes. Another intermission, and we'll move on. Hello, everyone. We're back with part three. Let's do this. <clears throat> Everyone, welcome to Altomare, our new home, Ash said as they got of the boat. However, Ash, Norman, Caroline, Max, Paul, and Gary, and Bonnie did not know they would be going on one great adventure, one people with surprises along the way. Ash couldn't believe he was back in Altomare. Out of every place that he had traveled, Altomare was by far the best. It was the most beautiful, it was the most serene, it had a variety of Pokemon from all the regions, and it was home to the girl that he loved. Ash and his new family had gone to the Pokemon Center. Hold up, friend of mine. I'm still here, I'm just answering someone. Uh, back in Ultimare. Ash and his new family had gone to the Pokemon Center. Okay, now. He asked them if they had any problems with camping since if they were invited to stay, his love would then be sleeping outside. He said that they didn't have a problem with it. The Pokemon Center allowed them to stay somewhere in case they couldn't stay where they were. Okay, we're on one minute. Where he thought they would. It was free for the first few nights, as was the food, so there was no problems. And my dog just entered my room. Hi, Sparky. After he unpacked their bags, it was time for them to leave. Ash asked if they wanted to go and meet the Pokemon that he was in love with. This was met with an enthusiastic response from everyone. I am desensitized to this. 
Ash did not remember the secret room, so he spent an hour looking for the one girl he knew would be able to help him. Bianca! Ash yelled. His family noticed that a girl with brown hair and a white beanie answered the call. She then looked shocked when she recognized who would call her name. Ash? She asked. Yeah, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Bianca asked. I could be better, but it feels great to be back here. Can you take us to the secret garden? I've forgotten how to get there. Ash asks. He is shocked to see the look of sadness that crosses her face as he asks this. As he asks this. Ash, you do not want to go there, Bianca stated. Bianca, why not? Please tell me nothing has happened to her. Ash yelled. The way Bianca was looking made him think that there was something wrong, or worse, concerning the Pokemon he came for. She is alive, but I do not know for how much longer. <coughs> Pardon me? Bianca stated sadly. Ash's eyes began to well with tears. What, what do you mean? Ash was almost afraid to know the answer to this. After you left, she just gave up. She had just lost a brother. She had been hunted. The one person who brought out the best, the one person who brought the best in her, left her. She thought you would come back as you promised you would. She waited every month, every year. Every month that you did not come, she got sicker. Yannick like explained. There was no trace of malice or anger in her voice, just sadness. Ash was shocked at the cause of this. Ash thought he should have stayed with her after her brother sacrificed himself. He knew he should have stayed, or at least come to her like he had promised. How sick is she? Her coat has lost much of its color. Her eyes are dull and lifeless. Her powers are failing, and her body is shutting down. Man, this makes me sad. I love Latios. She's a pretty girl. Bianca said. She cried over this so many times that there were no tears left for her to cry. Ash, however, was openly crying his heart out. The Pokemon he was in love with was dying, and it was all his fault. He should have come when he promised her. Take me to her, Bianca. Please, I, I need to see her. Ash was begging now. He knew that the sight he would see would be painful, but he had to see her, see, even if it was for the last time, and I need to see if my friend is still alive. Sorry for the silence. Yeah, they're, they're still applying. Okay. Okay. Uh. Oh, wow. We skipped ahead quite a bit. Very well. Follow me, Bianca said, and she led the group to the secret garden. They came to stop in front of a bunch of bushes. Asked, you better go in yourself. Bianca said. Ash's family nodded, knowing that it would do him no good if they were all in there with him. Ash nodded and walked through the bushes in the beautiful secret garden. He looked around, seeing the swing they had played on together, and seeing the tree that the Pokemon had put in his hat when he first came here. Hold up, flipping my phone so I can see better. There, lying next to a pool. Then Ash saw something that broke his heart all over again. There, lying next to a pool, was the Pokemon he had come to see. But he was not how she remembered. Her once white and red fur was now gray and brown. She was so skinny you could see some of her bones, and you could tell that she was basically powerless. By looks, she was asleep. 
He walked, he walked closer to her and knelt by her face. Oh, Ladias, what have I done? Ladias awoke to someone petting her head. When she looked up, she was, she was expecting to see Bianca or Lorenzo, but she was shocked to see Ash. Ash had grown since she had last saw him. His black hair was longer. His eyes were taller, and she could tell that he was a lot, too. I guess he has grown up. Okay. Yay, Ash. I guess everyone's older now. Okay. Would have been nice clarifying at the start, but I guess Ash is older. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <clears throat> Ash, Ladius asked. Since Ash came back, she wanted to learn how to speak tele te te telepathically. Why was that word so hard? Meaning that she could actually talk to Ash and he would be able to understand her. Ash was shocked when he heard the soft voice in his head and looked to see Ladias awake. He smiled as best he could through the tears. Hey, Ladias, Ash said. His voice was small and hoarse as he spoke. At least I get to see you one last time. I know my time is coming to a close. I'm just glad my last sight will be of you, Ladias said, her head nuzzling into the warm hand on her snout. <clears throat> Oh, Ladias, don't talk like that. You're going to be fine. I'm so sorry I didn't come back when I promised you that I would, Ash cried, a fresh set of tears rolling down his face. Don't be sorry. You had a dream to fulfill, and I was not a part of that dream. You had a life to live, and I was not a part of that. You wanted to forget what transpired here, and I understand that. I have never felt anger towards you for leaving me. Ladias, you're dying, and this is what you're saying to him? Good God. The dragon Pokemon said softly, but her words did the opposite of what she intended them to do. You were and still are a part of my dream, Ladias. You were and still are a part of my life. Part of my life. <coughs> and I never forgot this place or you. I don't know why I really guess I was what I was into. I guess I was into what I was doing. I forgot to come back. And that is inexcusable. Ash said, lowering himself that he was next to at Ladius. I don't know why I nearly called her Lashius. <laughs> Even though I am so glad that I could see one last time, I can rep hap rest happily with my brother now, watching you from above, Ladius said. She felt her power and her life leaving her as she spoke. So she took close to eyes and the relish of feeling Ash so close to her, and he laid his hand on her head. Nope. Ladias, you can't leave me. I just came back for you. Ash yelled at the Pokemon. <clears throat> but it was too late. Ladias' eyes had closed and her whole body was still. There was no movement, not even for breath. Okay, this is sad. I love this Pokemon and this is sad, man. This is sad. I feel sad now. Eh. Pokemon that he loved. Okay, less sad. The love of his life had just died in front of him. I mean, at least he's not a child, but it's still kind of bestiality. Ash screamed at the top of his lungs. He was lucky the place was soundproof, soundproof, or all of his family would have heard the anguished cry of Ash. Do we think we're going to hear the anguished cry of, say, Larry? <laughs> Arceus, why did you take her? I loved her with my whole being. I wanted to be with her? Question mark. Why did you take her from me? Exclamation point question mark. Ash yelled into the air. He did not expect to be an answer. Your love is not gone, my chosen one. Not yet. Oh, goody! Arceus is here now. 
Gary Stunis just hiked up 5%. Moving on. A male voice said from the skies. Even though our guest has been portrayed at female quite a few times. Moving on. Nitpicking, nitpicking. Ash looked up and saw a white Pokemon there. He was bathed in a golden light and had plates of balance around his body. Ash could not recognize this Pokemon from, could recognize this Pokemon from anywhere. It was Arceus, the king of the Pokemon. I thought he was like the god Pokemon, but okay, moving on. What are you talking about? Of course she's gone. She is not breathing, Ash said. He knew that he was angry upset. What Ash did not know was that the world was feeling his pain. Ash, she is not gone. Her world may, she may not be breathing, but her spirit is still close by. <coughs> you must calm down. The world is already suffering because of your pain. Arceus said in a fatherly tone, but with a hint of sadness. The legendary Pokemon of this world, as well as all the Pokemon in the world, were the children of Arceus, and he could feel the pain of the loss. Ash was able to calm down some. What do you mean, the rest of the world? He asked, he asked, he would not move from the fallen Pokemon. Ask, Ash, you are the chosen one, a being of great power. You are connected to all living things through your aura, as well as being the chosen. Your emotions affect the world and the Pokemon. If you feel happy, then the world will reflect that in good weather. If you are sad, the world will reflect that in rain. And when you are angry, the world will reflect that in storms. Dear God, he's Zeus. As of right now, there are large storms and rains throughout the world, and the Pokemon know something is wrong. Arceus, you gave this to, well, I guess not a child, but... He can't be that old. Ash knew he was powerful, but he never thought his emotions were powerful enough to affect the world. Is there any way to bring her back? Ash looked at the still beautiful body of the female dragon. Ash, I'm feeling you're talking about necrophilia. Please stop. Yes, there is a way, but it will come with a price. Are you willing to pay it? Arceus asked. He didn't normally do this when someone lost a Pokemon, but aspects of this made it different than any other case. What are you going to do? Hire Phoenix? Okay, moving on. Er. Yeah, uh, I will pay anything. I love her and will never love another. I will give up my life if it means that she would live. You know what? We might make this segment longer because I do want to get at least halfway done with this. Though I think that might be impossible for tonight. He could not live without Latias, but he'd be happy to live his own life for, give his own life for that of one he loved. I believe you would, young one, but you will not have to do that. I'll be changing your body to that of a Pokemon. Okay, not bestiality anymore. Kalu Kalei. You should be able to become human as you are now, but you would be a Latios on all accounts. Jash did not even seem like a price to pay. He'd always dream of becoming a Pokemon, even though he knew that was not possible. Now we have been given a chance. Oh, so it's like Animagus, but it's Pokemon. Okay. As well have his love with him. Yes, I accept. Just bring her back to me, Ash said. And once a true smile was seen on his face. Very well. Know this. I'll be calling you again soon. Ash and your family will also be summoned. We have many things to discuss and many more surprises for you. As well as them. Be ready when you are called and let them know as well. Arceus said. And he waited for Ash and I before heading where Latias was lying. He placed the tip of his hoof on the Pokeon's head. Rise, my child. Be with you, love. And prepare for one hell of a journey. 
Arceus said. The bright golden light surrounded Latias, and the bright blue light surrounded Ash, and Arceus disappeared. Who are we doing a Dumbledore here? Ash waited with bated breath until he saw Latias begin to change. The gray and brown fur became the bright white and red that Ash had loved. To run his hands through, she gained weight. Her powers were returning to her. She opened her eyes, and they were the same bright amber eyes he had fallen in love with, not the dull brownish color they had become. Ash, what happened? Latias asked. As she turned around to see, at to look at Ash, she was shocked. Ash was glowing a bright blue, and he began to change. Pokemon became so bright that Latias had to look away. A few moments later, the light died down. When she turned to look, Latias was even more shocked. Standing before her where Ash had been was a black Latios. It was slightly larger than Latias, where her fur was white and the others black. <sighs> Deep breath. <clears throat> where, where he fur was red, the others was blue. She didn't think this was Ash until she looked the eyes of the male. Ash soft brown... <coughs> Ash's soft brown eyes were staring right back at her. Ash, you are a Latios? Latios screeched. Wow, everyone's doing a lot of screeching today. <laughs> a lot of screeching. Yes, that was the only way to save you. Oh, do not have to sacrifice yourself for me, Ash. Latios said, looking like she was going to cry. I know I don't, but I love you, Latios, and I didn't want to live without you. Arceus came and said my love for you was true and that he would bring you back if I would do this. Also asking if I could bring my family to meet him. I readily agreed. Ash explained, causing Latias to blush. You love me, Ash? Latias asked. She thought he did this because he didn't like seeing dead Pokemon and that he would do the same for any other. Yes, I love you. It killed me to be away from you, but I am back with you now. And whatever comes our way, we are going to face together. Okay, maybe I won't make this section longer because I'm going to cut this into like a multiple episodes. So once the 20 minute segment hits, we're probably going to end this one and I'll start recording episode three tonight. Latias threw over to him and nuzzled him. I love you too, Ash. Does this mean we are mates now? Latias asked excitedly. Yes, yeah, so although we have to wait to mate, I want to spend some time with you. I really hope we don't. This is rated K. We better not get a details of their mating. I'm just saying that. Before we take it to the next level, Ash said, and Latias agreed with wanting to do the same as well. Ash leaned forward and placed his lips on Latias's. They had never kissed before, so this did not know what he was doing. Latias was also inexperienced. They knew another thing. They were going to work on this together. Ash, are you okay? Y'all could be heard from outside the bushes. Ash had forgotten that his family were there too. How about you meet my family? That is the first step in a relationship. No, the first step is um, coffee dates. At least in my first step. Ash asked, Latias replying with a happy nod. Ash concentrated hard on his human form and transformed. He looked at Latias and pointed to some bushes, wanting for her to hide until he called her. She nodded, kissed him once more, and flew behind the bushes. Yes, I'm fine. You can come in now. Ash and all of his family, Bianca, piled in the garden. It was very large, so everyone could fit into it with no problem. Where is she, Ash? Bianca asked, worried that something happened when she was out. When I came here, she was lying near the pond. She looked so bad. She woke a few minutes later after telling me not to blame myself. And that she was glad she could look at me one more time. She stopped breathing right in my arms, Ash said. The memory still haunted him and made him flinch when he thought about it. 
The only comfort was when Eladias was fine and waiting for him. <coughs> I need a drink after this. So she is dead? Bianca asked. She was scared. Latias was a sister she never had, and even though she was a Pokemon, it didn't change anything. No, she's very much alive. I begged Arceus to let her live, that I needed her in my life, and he came to us. When she was not gone, and her spirit was still close, he said that if I was willing to pay the price, he would bring her back. Arceus came to you? Where is she? What was the price? Questions kept firing at him over and over, so he answered them. I am known to Pokemon as the Chosen One, a being chosen by Arceus, who will come close to all Pokemon and close to the world. This is why I love Pokemon so much. As you can tell, I had the power of Aura, meaning that I can take energy from any living thing and have the ability to communicate with Pokemon. I will tell you the price in a minute. My love, come out and say hi to your new family. Asked Sheldon to the guardian. Garden. Something red, white, and red and white flew into view. When everyone looked at it, they stood with their mouths open. That's Latias, the legendary Eon Pokemon, and one of the guardians of Altomare. Max yelled, starting everyone out of the daydream state they were in. Latias, you look nothing like imagined, Bianca said and hugged her friends. Yes, in order to become, <clears throat> become possible, I had to become a non-human, Ash said again, causing shock. So you're a vampire now? Bonnie said. She thought it was cool, but didn't want to be bitten. No, I am in fact a, Latia a Latios, the male version of Latias. This price I had to pay to bring her back. I was willing to sacrifice myself, but Arceus did not want that. He wanted another part of the price of how to tell you all. We are going to be summoned to a meeting with Arceus, and there are so many more surprises along the way. Ash explained. He concentrated once again their floating mirror in his Latios form. Larry was going to have fun with him as a boy who was a researcher. Wow, Ash, a full change into Pokemon, but still retaining the ability to change your human form. This has never happened before. You have to let me study you so I can clear. Learn more, Gary begged. Ash nodded and became happy to help out his childhood friend. Paul then took his nanodex out and pointed at Latias. Latias, a legendary Eon Pokemon. Latias is very sensitive to emotions, has a coat that in turn of his wolf light. Latias is able to comprehend human speech and at later levels is able to communicate telepathically. Latias is also easily spooked. If she senses an enemy, she will disappear. This Pokemon is rarely seen. Latias as well as Latios both have the ability to overtake a jet plane by tucking their legs into their bodies. And that has been 20 minutes, and I am going to uh, stop for right now, because I, I, I'm good. I'm just going to... Yeah.